Into the podcast. Into the podcast. Into the But we're not in the shed again. We're in the spare room because but Mummy is doing work. Mummy is in her home office, which we call the shed, um, doing some very valuable work, which she gets paid to do. Uh, so we are in the spare room making the podcast that gives you a little bit of insight into our social distance lives and also a little bit of insight into our um, home learning activities as well. Uh, Primrose, how are you doing? I'm feeling like a pig stuck up a chimney. Okay. <laughs> what does that mean? It means I'm in the middle. A pig I... stuck in the chimney is still a pig. It's funny, but then you're stuck up a chimney. So okay. That's not so funny. So uh, a pig stuck up a chimney. That, that... I'm feeling like a pig stuck up a chimney. Great. Well, um, <laughs> let's tell people what's happening on the podcast today, shall we? On Not that, about a pig stuck up a chimney. No, there'll be no more mentions of <laughs> pigs and chimneys. Um, <laughs> we will be talking a little bit about home learning itself. Home um, learning. And this is partly inspired by the fact that we've got a very special guest on afterwards. That special guest, guest alert, special guest alert, error, error, special alert. Who is guest the alert. special guest, Primrose? Miss Clements! Miss Clements! She's my teacher, just to be. Primrose's teacher of um, Rowan class at Cophill St Mary's School in Cophill. Um, big shout out to Miss Clements, thank you so much. She spoke to us just a little bit earlier. Um, on Zoom, on that platform, and it was great, uh, and a conversation which revealed all sorts about her, uh, and we enjoyed it, didn't we, Prim? Yeah, I loved it, loved it, loved it. Good. Uh, <laughs> after we hear from Miss Clements, we'll be bringing up emails and messages, although it's largely us trying to encourage you to send in more. We have a book review. Primrose, what is the book that is being reviewed today? Well, it is Dramatic Pause... Sixty-five story treehouse. Yes, uh, I mean there are others in the series. It goes up to I think a hundred and something. Well, this this is a series of books that Primrose is describing, the Story Treehouse books by Andy Griffiths and Terry Denton, uh, and sixty-five is number five in that series, and uh, is one of Primrose's favourites, and she'll be telling you all about it a little later. It's about the dustbin, just to give you a clue. I should say, oh, good, no. Um, I should say there is uh, going to be a riddle, isn't there, Primrose? And we'll be revealing the riddle before Mummy in the Garden. Uh, hopefully, we'll get Mummy in the Garden. Uh, and, and that'll be about it for this episode. So, uh, shall we crack on with the riddle, Primrose? Of course, we should. Right, so uh, here is the riddle. Primrose, if you can read it out. Okay. I am an odd number. Take away a letter and I become even. What number am I? Okay. So, say that again. I am an odd number. Take away a letter and I become even. What number am I? Sounds like a uh, good riddle. If you're an odd number, take away a letter, becoming even. What number 
am I? Uh, the solution, Primrose, will be a little bit later in the podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, if anyone wants to play along, then uh, do let us know if you got the riddle right, or better still, give us your best guess of your riddle before we tell you the answer a little bit later. And you can email the email address, which is... PrimroseToeShed at gmail.com. Yes. I don't know the other one. Uh, it's facebook.com forward slash primrose terry shed as well. Daddy, I think it's time we talk a bit, little bit about home learning, just to catch up. Well, we on. we do say at the start of the podcast that, you know, we we being inspired by your, your home learning, it's an activity as part of home learning, this podcast. So probably a good idea to discuss the rest of the home learning. How's it going, Primrosa? A couple of weeks into the term. Well, in fact, I've got some of my work with me. Oh, that yes. I can tell you about. Sounds yeah. good, right? Yep, yeah. she's standing up. Don't knock things over while she do right. that. So you've got your, your workbook and sheets. Yes, yeah, so I'll take out one of the sheets. Okay, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Pick, pick something that you've been working on today. I'll pick out two sheets. A math sheet and an English sheet to do with spag. Which... To um, do with what, Sorry. To do with spag. Spag? Spelling, punctuation and grammar. Oh. Like, not like spaghetti bolognese. Spag no. bowl. No. Okay, cool. So, please send in your messages of which subject or sheet that you like the sound of most. So... <laughs> yeah, so, so tell us about this, this work that you've got here so people can get a sense of the bits of paper that you have. Which one would you like to hear about first, Daddy? The maths or the English? The maths, please. Okay, so this is an independent task about time. So it says 19 minutes past 12, correct. <laughs> Seven minutes past seven, correct. Thirteen or fifteen minutes to eight o'clock, correct. That's thirteen minutes. So, so just so people get a sense, because I can see this in front of me, but you're saying the words, but what are the pictures next to the words of? Clocks and their times. And I've also got down the side a load of stuff that Mummy in the Garden helpfully drew for me. A set of instructions, um... A half past and quarter past thing. But this, so this is an activity, Primrose. It's not just maths, but it's also about telling the time using a clock with, you know, the numbers on the clock that you see in familiar clocks. What's unusual about clocks? You know, just an observation from you, because I've seen clocks for years, so I don't think about it. But what's unusual about where the numbers go to? There are numbers in the middle, and like you could say that number nine was number 10 and it's incorrect and it technically is correct and you're like which one I'm at? You mean like when the hour is like the hour hand is pointing near number 9 and number 10? Yeah and then you're like hang on the one after number 9 is number 10 how comes there's a big number 10? <laughs> Do you know what I think's unusual Primrose that it goes to 12 because so many things are, you know, go up to 10 or go up to 100 or, or whatever. 20. Yeah. but this, Often there's things with zeros. The thing about clocks is that it's the top number, right at the top, is number 12. But who decided that? And it makes it a bit tricky to learn, I imagine. Yeah. Because you have to, with your minutes hand, work out how many minutes you are at when your minute hand is pointing at number 11, for example. <laughs> But you, you managed to get all these answers right from the in the clock 
questions. Yes, and I got 2020 on maths what, frame. 20 out of 20? On maths frame, and, yes. And what's maths frame, just for in listeners? In five free seconds, I managed to complete 20 out of 20. Okay, um, you might have to explain what maths frame is, though. It's a time stable thing where you select your time, select your questions, select your times table, and you need to click on the right answers on the keypad. Uh-huh, and yeah, 20 out of 20. So your your times table skills are, are coming along nicely. And what's this other piece of work you've got in front of you, then? I've got um, what, or A, what we are learning today. Mm-hmm. We are learning to use A and an correctly. Ah. So we went on an an and an A hunt. So this is what I wrote in the A section. A water bottle, a book, a sock, a key, a pot of jam, a clock. Okay, and what, that's the A's. What about the ands? An orange, an apron, an atlas, um... An owl and an organ. An owl? And an in, organ, yeah. There was an owl in our house. Yeah, and an organ. And an organ? Excellent. Um, so that's some of the English activities you've been working on. Um, you've also been doing lots of spelling stuff, haven't you? Yeah, uh, the spellings. <laughs> yeah, and, and in the last lockdown um, period when we were doing online learning, I think times tables and spellings were not things that you were thriving uh, with, but this time around you seem to be picking it up nicely. What What is it that, that's making you find those slightly? Is, it, is, it making, is your brain just clicking or something else? I thought I'm finding times tables easier, but my, my, my spelling is getting better. I keep on getting mixed up with B and D, that's my main problem at the moment. Nine, six is any number that you can get the wrong way round, which is basically all the numbers except <laughs> zero and one. Three, threes and fives as well, don't we? We sometimes get those mixed up. Yeah. Generally speaking, Primrose, you've been a superstar with the home learning stuff, because obviously Mummy and Daddy are trying to share um, keeping an eye on you and helping you with certain bits of work, and you're getting through lots of the schoolwork that Miss Clement sets, um, pretty much all of it, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're getting on, you know, without much complaint. No, no, no. Why should I complain? Why because, should you complain? Because I'm good at my two times table now, so. Yeah, and I'm, I'm finding that. And we're moving on to some of the other times tables as well. I really don't want to do my fives or my tens. <laughs> but trust me, I've got stuck to my twos now. You have to get them wrong before you can get them right. You you learn from getting things wrong, Primrose. Primrose, are you you know, are you feeling optimistic about the next couple of weeks? Because chances are we'll be doing home learning things for a, a few weeks yet. Well, I'm kind of feeling okay with that because Mummy and Daddy make the home learning stuff that comes in all funner. Mm-hmm. All the funner. All the more I'll do my schoolwork. <laughs> And yeah. I already do the schoolwork, no matter what. <laughs> well, we tr we try to make it as fun as, as possible. We're trying to have breaks between things. Speaking of which, we probably need a break soon um, of recording this podcast, don't we? Um, yes. Yes, a snack break or something. Snacks. Snack, non-stop snacks. Yeah. Snack, snack, snacks, snack. snacks and, and roller skate breaks have become a, a big part of um, home learning activities in the Lee household. 
Yeah, wrestling, donkey riding, oh, yes. Uno, pop trumps, tummy ache. Do you know Primrose? Oh yes, tummy ache. Yeah, that's a good game. Um, I have scratches down my side from the wrestling and donkey riding you yeah, do on it? me. I I am the donkey, by the way, listeners. You, are you revealing my scratch? And listeners can't see the scratch. Mm. It hurts. It's a big scab on my side. Get off! Get off! Get off! You basically like to jump all over me. Yeah, that's the that's the main. Yeah, activities which involve beating up Daddy a bit are high on the agenda. Yeah, like that. Um, so, Primrose, I'm glad to hear your, your home learning experience is going okay thus far. Let's see how we're getting on in a few weeks, in a few podcast time. Yeah. And, and on the uh, subject of home learning, the next part of the podcast, Primrose, is the phone conversation or Zoom conversation we had with uh, your school teacher earlier. Do you want to tell listeners about who she is? Well, Miss Clements is my school teacher in year three. She was um, she taught me in Birch, which is year one, after reception and nursery, but I didn't go to nursery at the school. I went to preschool, which is up at the hall. Um, I enjoy it at St Mary's. It's a really nice school to go to because all the teachers are nice and friendly and I feel weird saying this because it's a weird thing to say about your school. Mm-hmm. The food tastes nice. Oh, I really like the food. Yeah, the you like the nice. school the school lunches, especially because they're heated. What's your favourite school lunch? Ooh, I'd probably say chicken pie. So chicken pie—that's what we're missing about school at the moment. That and uh, I imagine your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we didn't talk to Miss Clements about chicken pie. <laughs> <laughs> or I, you... I'm not a fan of the pizza though. Pizza. <laughs> okay, take that. <laughs> take that feedback on board, school. Um, we did catch up with Miss Clements though, and uh, this is what happened uh, when we spoke to her a little bit earlier on this afternoon. Hello, hello. <laughs> this is so nice to get to see you. <laughs> You get you get yeah. us in the spare room rather yeah. than the the shed, Ooh. which is Mummy's office. Primrose has a, a couple of questions that that she was hoping to ask you, if that's all right. Yes, please. What was your favourite Disney character and film? Oh, so when I was little, I loved Beauty and the Beast, and I still do love it a lot. But I think since Frozen Two's come out, I think that might have taken over as my favourite. Because I love Anna and the music by Bobby and Kristen Anderson Lopez. It's just amazing. Wow. <laughs> so Frozen 2, uh, not not Frozen 1, but Frozen 2 is your favourite. Yeah. I don't know why. I really like it. <laughs> uh, I think did, Mummy prefers Frozen 2, doesn't she? Yeah, I do as well. Frozen 1 was my favourite when I was three. I was like, Frozen 1, Frozen 1, Frozen 1. <laughs> yeah, it was good. When I lived in America when that came out, so it's really special to me because I lived there. But then this one, I just love it so much. I don't know why. I think it's the music. <laughs> we, we quite like the, um, the, the fact that the story focuses on a, an adventure, a bit like Moana, more of an adventure story than a lovey-dovey yeah. story. Yeah, like an adventure. <laughs> Primrose, so is your favourite Frozen 2? Yeah. And is your favourite character Anna? Yeah. Well, there you go. Which uh, we- <laughs> 
Oh, this is the usual one. Do you have a pet and what's your favourite animal? So I have our little sausage, Teddy. He's very grumpy and very grumbly at the minute. He doesn't like the rain, so he refuses to walk. He digs his paws into the floor. He's like, I'm not moving. But he's, we love him so much. He loves to sit on our laps as well. He's like a little hot water bottle. <laughs> when, when you say sausage, I am assuming you mean a, a sausage dog. Yes. A sausage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a miniature dachshund. Fantastic. He's a little black and tan one. Have you had, I mean, this is a question I have, have you had much interaction with the school, Cloppyhill St Mary's new school dog, Jake? Oh, yes. he. Oh, we love Jake so much. He's so soft and fluffy. He keeps coming around to check on us when we're in school as well. So when we're in, he comes in to see us and he just comes in and he sits right by where I, by where I stand, you know, my laptop tower. He sits right there and he looks at everyone. I think he's just desperate to go and meet everyone. Brilliant. I, I wish I had a school dog when I was at school, Primrose. You, yeah, you don't. Me too. It would have been lovely. Are dogs your favourite animal, Miss Clements? Oh, I do love dogs, but my favourite of the whole world is beluga whales. I love belugas. Do you like them as well, Prim? Yeah, they're, they're pretty friendly creatures. <laughs> what, do you know, what do you know about beluga whales in contrast to any other whale? Because I couldn't tell you much, Primrose, and I don't know if you know. We might have to ask Miss Clements. There are about a hundred types of whale, maybe. There Even are a lot, more. aren't there? Yeah. That's just one of the at least 30 of them so uh, I know I'm not sure which facts I am saying about Wales so I better not get involved in this conversation well let's ask Miss Clements what what makes a beluga whale special I I just really like them because they're obviously they're all white so they live up in the cold areas and they have a, a big like almost like a melon shape on the top of their head which some people I've seen some I met some real beluga whales when I went somewhere in America and um, they call it their ushy gushy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So their big melon on their head is their ushy gushy. But I just think they're really lovely and they're really friendly, like you said. And they often, if like you're somebody that's like maybe in a canoe where um, belugas live, they'll come up to your canoe and they'll come and try and like communicate with you. It's really cool. <laughs> oh, amazing. There you go. Beluga whales. What were your favourite school subjects when you were little? Or I think you could probably guess one of my favourite subjects. What do you think is my absolute favourite? Science. Oh, I do love my science, yeah. And I think especially I really liked my science mainly because of the teachers I had. I had some really incredible teachers and they would do really like fun, practical lessons with us. So it's stuck in our brains. So I really liked science. There's another subject that I really love. Do you remember, Primrose, we were looking at some of the, the work yesterday and I think there was a clue from Miss Clements to the answer to this question. She wrote in the description on mm. how to do an exercise. She told us a little bit about herself. Yeah. Singing. <laughs> yes, I, I love my singing, don't I? And I think music is probably my absolute favourite subject. And I did it, or I just loved it. From the minute I learned about music, I've just always loved it. And I think as well, that was from my teachers as well. I had a really special teacher called Miss Barnett, and I will never forget her. And it was really nice to go back and I got to teach some music lessons with her when I became a teacher, which was really cool. Well, you've been doing teaching for a while. As I learned from, from this, this homework, Miss <laughs> Clements, you've been teaching at all sorts of different levels. And, yeah. Uh, but but you're, doing, you're doing Primrose's class 
at the moment at Clotville St Mary's and, and we're really appreciating all the hard work that you're doing. We're especially loving the videos that we get of you um, reading and, and the oh. French lesson we enjoyed a lot. Oh good, we've got another French lesson this week so I hope you like that as well. <laughs> I ate the lollipop. Good, I ate my crisps as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, which one was that? Was it Les Le Suzettes? Or... Les Suzettes, yeah. Well yeah. done. Can you remember what crisps are? That's like something that goes on the water. Uh... <laughs> I can't remember it. I can remember the carrot, I think. Oh, yeah. Le carrot. Well done. I think it was that. <laughs> Crisps sound like they start with a sh sound. Le sheesh. Well done, le sheeps. Yeah, le sheeps. That makes sense. Like a sheep. Yeah, le sheeps. And 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 Miss Clovis, you've been busy because you've been making you know all these online things for for the, the children to do whilst the lockdown's happening but you're also at school a few days a week as well I believe uh, actually yes. working with children there so uh, so this lockdown's probably keeping you maybe even busier than you would have been normally yeah I am very very busy my I'm struggling to find a time in the evenings when I just do something for myself so I haven't been able to play my keyboard for a while or actually do any singing for a while so I'm hoping I'll be able to because I know last time a lot of people liked the lean on me song that I did so I might try and record something else if if I get chance. <laughs> well we really appreciate you you taking some time out to to speak with with us it's much thank you for having me <laughs> I also love singing, but I find a way to fit it in. Oh, it probably ties in quite well with your music topic as well, because it's all about reggae music at the minute, isn't it? Yeah. Miss Clemens, thank you so much for, for speaking with us, and, and we'll let you get back to your work. And, uh, thank you so yeah. much for having me. And yeah, we'll say bye-bye for now. Do you want to say bye-bye? Bye-bye! Bye. <laughs> thanks, Miss Clemens. Thank you. <laughs> Talk about your emails and messages. And Primrose, we love uh, receiving emails and messages. Can you remind people of the uh, email address? PrimroseTerryShared at gmail.com uh, There is also the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash PrimroseTerryShared. We'd always appreciate your correspondence. Uh, I'd like to uh, say um, thank you to Lindsay. And also I want to say a big thank you to mummy now sorry this offends any of you oh. her message go on said mr orange lives in the white house <laughs> let me introduce you to somebody called donald trump oh yeah so the riddle the riddle last week was about um who lives in the white house that was the the main question having given a few examples uh the idea was that you might think it was Mr. White, but it was in fact the President of the United States. But Mummy twisted that on its head by pointing out that Donald Trump is Mr. Orange. Do you know, Primrose, today, as we record, uh, we're in the last few moments of Donald Trump's presidency. Yeah, yeah, and I do. Now, can you remember, because we talked about this last week, can you remember the name of the man who'll become the next president? Joe Biden. And uh, he'll be having his inauguration ceremony uh, shortly. 
and for people that are listening to this, it will have already happened by the time this podcast is published. All being well. This is happening. What's the date? Um, it's it's Wednesday, the twentieth of January, twenty twenty one. We are currently at about quarter past three in the afternoon, uh, and I think it's happening about five o'clock. So soon. Soon. And uh, so Donald Trump is. I want to watch it. You want to watch it? Yeah. See what we can do for him. It's probably not beyond the realms of possibility. Um, I don't know if you'll find it that interesting. I probably will. I find anything as long as it's on the screen interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, anything that's like a television program, we're in in this house. Even BBC Bite Size. I love BBC Bite Size. Well, yeah, yeah, it's what, a really good children's program, but it's educational. What are you well. enjoying? I mean, this is an aside, really, but what are you enjoying about BBC Bite Size? I'm not sure. I just like. I'm not sure why I like it. I, I'm just, oh, I'm, I'm really not sure. I just love it. Good. Well, it's really good. And education. I recommend it. Yeah. Bridget, Thank- if you're listening. Oh yes. I recommend it to you. Bridget, who is um, the daughter of Daddy's friend Danielle, at work. <laughs> Bridget, recommended. BBC Bite Size. Um, earlier, Primrose, just before we got on the massive aside about Mummy calling Donald Trump Mr. Orange. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, I was going to read out your uh, message because Lindsay is the mummy of Ray, who was our guest on the last podcast. Uh, he was really chuffed, apparently, to be invited on again. When they uh, listened the morning afterwards, he uh, did a happy dance, Primrose. Ray did a happy dance. A happy dance. I repeat, a happy dance. Can you uh, describe what you imagine Ray's happy dance to look like, Primrose? Um, No. I can't tell you. Okay, I, I think it involves um, putting your hands on your knees and and you know doing like the yagadu style dance where you cross your knees and hands on your knees. Push by now, push to the left, to the right. School disco is all the rage, black lace and all that stuff. Uh, not in our school discourse. No, not, not today. Black lace, not so commonplace. Um, right, so emails and messages-wise, what were you going to say, Primrose? So, I have a couple of ideas that I'd like you listeners to email us about, because we've had not a lot of emails recently, which is quite sad. Um, <laughs> so, we'd like to... What, what were your ideas, Primrose? Well, what's your favourite animal? Yes. Can you come up with your own strange um, strategies for feelings like a pig stuck up a chimney? Oh, yes, like explain, how to explain your feelings. Yes, okay. In good. a different way that's a bit unusual. Mm-hmm. And... Um, what about home learning, as that's our main topic for today's podcast? What are you doing for lockdown? And if you have got a child or you are a child... Tell us about your home learning. Yeah, we'd love to hear more about what you're doing, especially if it's anything unusual. But even if it's not that unusual, tell us about your home learning setup. The email address, Primrose, is... primrosejoeshare.gmail.com And the Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash... Primrose... Terry... Shed. And what is the book that is being reviewed today, Primrose? T-H-E. Primrose, don't spell everything out. It'll drive people insane. 
<laughs> what is the book that's being reviewed? The ninety-five, the sixty-five story treehouse. And, and who's it by, Primrose? That doesn't really matter because no. it's the name of the characters. It's called Andy and Terry. Andy They're the Griffiths. main characters. If, we get, if we're doing a review of their book, we can give them, you know, give them a shout out. It'd be like if if you wrote a book, Primrose. And they just said the name of the book and didn't say it was by Primrose Lee. I think you'd be pro properly outraged. <laughs> so let's give Andy Griffiths and Terry Denton a little bit of respect, especially because they've given you hours of reading fun with these uh, these books. So tell us about the 65 Story Treehouse, which is the fifth in the series of Story Treehouse books, Primrose. Well, I'll read you the intro. Introduction. Oh, that's a good idea. Yes. Introduction. It, right, here's the introduction to the 65 story treehouse. Get cosy. Hi, my name is Andy. This is my friend Terry. Uh, you, need, you might need to explain, Primrose, that a lot of this book involves pictures. Speech bubbles. Yeah, and, and cartoony style pictures. We live in a tree. Well, when I say tree, I mean treehouse, and when I see treehouse, I just don't mean any old treehouse. It's a 65-storey treehouse. It used to be a 52-storey treehouse, but we've added another 13 stories. Where's the rock pool, says a crab in a tree. Brilliant. Hurry up, we're waiting for the lifty-upper thing. <laughs> so, Primrose, before, before reading any more of this book, you might need to explain, is this... Is this book sort of similar in a way to the Tom Gates book that we reviewed a couple of weeks ago? Yes. In what way is it similar? Well, it's got loads of pictures, but and Tom Gates doesn't have as many pictures. It just has coloured in words. Yes, he does lots of coloured in words. And not coloured in, I mean like shaped. Would you describe these pictures as boring pictures? Funny pictures, fun pictures. Are they um, pictures of what? They're pictures often with Andy, Terry, Jill. Yeah, well, let's that's, that's, that's talk a little bit about who Andy and Terry are then. In, especially in the story, they write the story, but they're also the main characters. So what do they do? Like, if you have to give a very basic explanation as to their role. Terry, Terry who has curly blonde hair... Um, is the illustrator mm -hmm. and Andy who has short black hair is the author and Jill is a girl with black hair a black top and a checked grey and black skirt and what does so what does Jill do in this story she loves animals and does she live in the story 65 story treehouse no. with them no she lives in the cottage in the wood that they first moved into when it's banned then does she feature in every book Yes. Listeners might be thinking, why should I read this story or any of the Story Treehouse books? What What is it about them that makes them worth reading? Well, it's just because they're funny and I think it's a good thing for everybody to do. I, I want to know, Primrose, for example, how does it compare to Harry Potter? Are they, would, would similar audiences like them or is it a very different sort of book to Harry Potter? I can say it's different, but then I can say it's similar. So, I think it's for anybody. Anybody and, can like it. And do the characters have, like, adventures, or is it just about them making stories? Is that what it's about? They're making stories and then going on adventures. What sort of adventures? 
Well, you'll need to get me to read more of the book if you want to hear about that. Okay, I'll give you the answer. This one's about a time-travelling dustbin. <laughs> right, now we're getting somewhere. A time-travelling... Because that doesn't sound like a normal uh, conventional story. I can't, I can't remember a uh, J.K. Rowling storyline about a time-travelling dustbin. No. What bit did you want to read out next, Primrose? Well, just the rest of the introduction. Okay, go for it. We've added a pet grooming salon run by Jill, a birthday room where it's always your birthday, even when it's not happy birthday to us, happy birthday to us. And then a cat is saying, this is the fifth time we celebrated their birthday today. <laughs> and on birthday room where the longer you stay, the younger you get. Don't stay in there too long or you'll end up like a little baby. Yes, there's a picture of Terry as a baby. And a cloning machine. So that's another Terry, room. Terry, you idiots. <laughs> so there's lots of Terrys in that picture. And a room full of exploding eyeballs. Ah, my eyeball just exploded. So did mine. With the book, The 65 Story Treehouse, by Andy and Terry, what sort of score do you think you'll be giving it out of uh, 20 in your new book scoring system? Well, breaking news... First over 20. <gasps> so that means... is Do you prefer these books to the Tom Gates ones, do you think? Yeah, yeah, definitely. What makes them better than the Tom Gates? The speech bubbles. There are a lot more speech bubbles, and uh, I just guess I love it. Do you I like Do you like those comic book style things, like, the best? Do they make it? I like Dogman. Dogman. That's a different one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's more comic-y. Yeah. You, you really like the comic things. So, like, much like you love the Beano at the moment. Yeah. Um, this, this has a comic book element to it, and you, you enjoy reading the Story Treehouse books. But 20 out of 20 for, for this one. Is it for the whole series as well, would you give 20? Or this one in particular? There's one that I'd give 19 to, but apart from that, all the others get 20. Fantastic. That's pretty good. So, The 65 Story Treehouse by Andy Griffiths, Terry Denton, Primrose gives it the ultimate seal of approval. Thank you, Primrose, for another spectacular book review. Will there, do, be, do, a, do, do. Will there be another book review next week? Of course I will. Hooray! Woo! Hello, listeners. I'm going to give you the answer to riddle now. I am an odd number. Take away a letter and I become even. What am I? So that was the riddle. Okay. And, and the Pause solution... The here. It's not a video. Okay. Pause the podcast. Pause the podcast here. Yeah. Not the video. Pause the... <laughs> it's not video. Pause the podcast here if you don't want to hear the answer yet. The solution is... Seven. Seven. And, and can you explain that answer? Because people might be confused. I'm an odd number. Take away a letter and I become even. What number am I? Seven. Even. S. Seven take away S, take away a letter, is even. even. And seven is an odd number as well. Yeah, so We're still learning odd and even numbers. We get You're pretty good at those now, aren't you? Yeah. What's it, Can you remember what makes it an even number? If you can split it into at least two groups. Yeah. Like if you can split it in half, then it's definitely an even number. If it's a shape, then it's symmetry. Ooh, uh, let's not get into shapes and things, because I'll mess that one up. <laughs> but the answer to the riddle was seven. Primrose, that was a magnificent riddle. Will there be another one in the next podcast? Yes, there will. Hooray!
Shall we get you uh, going into the garden to try and track down Mummy? Definitely. Hello, this is Mummy in the garden. Say hello, Mummy. Hello, Primrose. Today we have been making stick people with our whittling knives. Um, Mummy looks a bit like a fairy with a, s- a head stick and a ruff. Yeah, so last week we started to try and make wooden fairies, didn't we? And it didn't go well because you weren't feeling it, so we just aborted that attempt. And the Uh, wood dried out. The wood dried out. And then we made some fairies for your fairy village Mm -hmm. out of unnatural materials. But you weren't happy with that, were you? No. Why not? Because I kind of don't want to hurt nature because we want to leave these out. Ah, so we wanted some fairies that we could leave out in the fairy village over in the woods. And so Primrose wanted them to be made completely out of wood. So we harvested a bit of sycamore. Here it is. And we each have a little length of sycamore that we've been working with with our bushcraft knives. And we're trying to make something that looks mm, borderline like it could pass as a fairy so would you like to describe mine then yeah it has like a round head with a rough and a neck that goes down into a body yeah a rough collar and then a little neck it's not got wings no not yet so we need to figure that out don't we yours is looking lovely it's coming on isn't yeah. it so hopefully there'll be some nice weather Mm-hmm. One day soon, yeah, and we can get back out in the garden because it's raining, isn't it today? Yeah, so I think we're going to he- have to end this quite quickly. So yeah, we don't have a top up at the moment, do we? I'm sorry, mummy, but I think it's going to have to be. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and that was a brilliant mummy in the garden. So, I'm sorry, listeners, but I think. That's all we've got time for. It certainly is all we've got time for. Uh, Primrose and Terry in the Shed was presented by Primrose Lee and Terry Lee. Of it, it was produced by Primrose Lee, edited by Terry Lee. Music was by Primrose Lee, with the artwork associated with this podcast uh, attributed to the one and only Mr. Stu Elvin. That is Primrose Stu with... A double O. Two A's if you want it. So when you you Google Stu, you know what to do. Uh, Thank you, everyone. Stu and do. Stu and do. Stu do. Hi, Stu, if you're listening. Stu? Stu. Stu. Oh, I forgot you can't interact with that. He'll send send a message. Um, (laughs) Thank you for listening to us, Primrose and Terry, in the shed. Seven. Seven, eight, nine. <laughs> Why do mummies never have time to go out? Egyptian wrapped up mummies. They're too wrapped up in themselves. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall we uh, stop it there?